on episode number 14 of the To Be Encouraged podcast, Bishop Julius C. Trimble responds personally from his emotional center about the terrible mass shooting, hate crime that a white supremacist murderer visited upon a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, killing 10 people in a predominantly African-American neighborhood. He also gives his view on a Christian response and the response of the church to such a horrible event. And really speak out, uh, Brad, against hate speech. Often that is tainted, hold on to your seat, often that is tainted with some reference to Christian theology or Christian identity. Hello, good people. Reverend Dr. Brad Miller here. I'm the co-host of the To Be Encouraged with uh, with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble always seeks to speak to the issues of the day. And on this day, when we recorded this podcast, which is two days after the terrible events which happened in, in Buffalo, New York, where a white supremacist gunman, just 18 years old, drove several hours and had a massive plan in order to, to perpetuate a hate crime against African-Americans. And he shot a whole lot of people. He shot many people. Ten people were killed, mostly African-American, mostly elderly, by the way. And he perpetuated his crime upon them. And so Bishop, uh, Bishop Trumper wanted to speak to this today. And that's what uh, the To Be Encouraged podcast is all about, to speaking to the issues of the day, especially uh, to get a, a, a reaction from him personally, from his heart and from his emotions, and also what the church can speak into violence, what the church can say about gun violence in particular, and what a Christian response can be, and what are some biblical perspective on this. This is an important episode of To Be Encouraged. I commend it to you. So let's get into this conversation with Bishop Julius C. Trimble right now. This is the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, where we talk about the issues, where Bishop Trimble talks about the issues that impact our day and look for some encouraging word into a discouraged world. Bishop, we've had some discouraging events happening in our world. As we're speaking here today, it's just a couple of days removed from a couple of terrible, terrible uh, killings and shootings that, that, that happened in our country. And of course, we have the war in Ukraine and we've got all kinds of other nonsense going on with violence. But in particular, we had just a terrible, terrible uh, racially motivated shooting in Buffalo, New York. And then we had another racial, uh, racially, seemingly somewhat uh, racially motivated act of violence at a church in California over the weekend that we're, we're talking. And I just would like to get your take. What in the world is going on here, Bishop? And what's your feel of this madness which is out there going on you know the, the the they used to say the old folks and i guess i'm joining that crowd pretty soon if i'm not already a member used to say in church lord have mercy sometimes mm. the most powerful prayer is the simple prayer lord have mercy when i think about this insatiable appetite we have for guns in this country and i will say that without apology i'm not yes i'm not opposed to the second amendment and and uh and Plenty of my family members are, are, are gun owners and hunters, and some of my dearest clergy friends are hunters as well. But this insatiable appetite we have with 
the production and sale of guns and and rapid fire weapon i i have i can't figure it out i i can't i don't understand it uh even though mass shootings happen in other countries not like it does in our our country and i want to go this is only 48 hours uh if less than that after this deadly shooting by a white nationalist uh, that happened in Buffalo, New York. My understanding, Brad, is that he drove several hundred miles yeah, from his that, home uh, because he had... He had uh, which goes done, to motivation and inspiration right, and yeah, all motivation. kinds of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Most, uh, And uh, Republican uh, Congresswoman Liz Cheney missed no words. I'm just reading from a CNN article when yes. she said, I like this quote, I don't know who she's quoting, but... History has taught us that what begins with words ends in far worse. And so it's not just, but it, we, as, we as faith leaders of every faith tradition must immediately speak up and speak out against violence directed towards any persons. This notion of white nationalism, white supremacy, anti-Semitism, uh, this hate speech that is fomented on social media, Brad, uh, and people have clung to these these uh, theories that are based on anything but truth or anything but uh, respect for human life. This whole notion and, com- of, and sometimes yeah. completely bizarre, really weird stuff. People are taking as you know gospel fact and then motivating them to actual violence. And this is some of the stuff I just don't get, Bishop. Help me understand what's going on here. Just nutty stuff out there. There is. And, and you know, we can't attribute it all to someone who would probably say, well, uh, sometimes these persons have had mental health crises mm-hmm. and so forth. But there's an awful lot of plotting and people writing manifestos and, and all of this indoctrination that takes place before some of these horrendous uh, crimes, heinous acts of violence take place that lead you to believe that people are being brainwashed and believing that somehow hatred can be justified. Uh, the, and, the so, late- and so off, so often the hatred and the guns are all kind of melded together with, um, with racism and certain political views and, uh, and certain approaches to uh, 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 the value of life itself. I, I'm at a loss. I really am. Well, well, friend, we have to lift each other up, Brad, because we can't afford to be neutral on this. Uh, the, the late Rabbi Abraham Heschel says that in any free society where terrible wrong exists, some are guilty, but all are responsible. Mm. So we know often who the guilty people are of these crimes, but in, in some respect, we all are responsible. And the, uh, he also writes, uh, he and I've heard others give similar quotes to this, that the opposite of good is not evil. The opposite of good is indifference. Yes. Oh, my uh, gosh. And, yes. and so that's why we, we, we in, our, in, our, in, our, in our confession, in our communion ritual confession, you know, we have to repent because often we have been guilty of indifference and not so much mm-hmm. what we, we have done. Yeah, but, we haven't spoken know, out. We haven't spoken yeah, we out. Haven't, with that, which spoken. reminds me, well, what, what do you think the church can do? What do you think the church as a part of a community uh, can do? I know I heard the, the, the mayor of Buffalo, New York, come out and some of the church leaders there come out and say, let's not this incredible violence uh, divide us. And yet you have this absolute terrorist act that is uh, upon us. But how, how can the church speak to this? How can Christians speak to this? 
I think we have to. I think we have to be unapologetic about advocating for stricter uh, uh, gun gun laws, a reduction of violence in every aspect of our society, and, and really speak out, uh, Brad, against hate speech. Often that is tainted. Hold on to your seat. Often that is tainted with some reference to Christian theology or Christian oh. identity. So they'll say white they nationalism. Quote, they quote scripture sometime, you know, yeah, all this quite, kind of, yeah. White nationalism and white supremacy and Christian identity. We we are opposed to anyone who's non-white and non-Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I appreciate those who I said I wouldn't put a bumper sticker on. But if I did put a bumper sticker on my car, it would be the one I saw uh, a year ago or so that said humankind be both. If we can really oh, like, find out what it yeah. what it is to really act out and what does it mean for us to to be human? What what do you think are you know, we have people who are advocating who are really just manipulating and you know abusing the Christian faith and, and scriptures in order to uh, uh, apply it to their uh, ideology. Uh, what do you think are some uh, scriptures or some ways that we can uh, speak against that? You know, what are some scriptures here, for instance, that might be helpful to the church or to us and as we speak against these hateful ideologies? Well, or, or in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, you know, love one another as I have mm-hmm. loved you. First John which says, you know, we cannot say that we love God whom we have not seen, and yet we refuse to love our neighbor who we see who's right next to us. We refuse to love that immigrant because that person is different. We refuse to respect that person because they speak a different language than ourselves. We refuse to respect and love that person because their their melanin is is higher than ours. They have a they have a darker hue. They are a person of color and you often don't know where they're from. So we refuse to do that and yet we want to claim that we love God. A home we have not seen. We do not demonstrate the best of what it is to be human beings when we foment this kind of hatred and we refuse to speak out against it, even as it drifts over into our political discourse, Brad. Yes. Uh, yes. Where people begin to, to nuance the language and some of these uh, conservative talk show hosts who kind of nuance this whole notion of Chris, uh, white replacement theory. Yeah, because the country is becoming more diverse, therefore you must fear and be prepared to yeah. do violence uh, because other people are coming into the country or other people are being born uh, who are who are uh, African, African-American uh, or persons who are Jewish, who practice a different religion than you or purpose, persons who are Muslim. Uh, uh, this is this is sickness. Uh, and it and it calls for us, as I've said on many occasions, uh, to not press the mute bu- button on our prophetic spirituality, uh, as uh, Sister Joan Chester often says that, you know, we have a moral responsibility to exercise our prophetic spirituality. So we need Absolutely. to be people who pray, but we also need to people who have a public voice and affect public policy. Well, in that prophetic nature there, prophetic word that you have sharing there, I would just like for you to speak to into in this midst of this pain we're in, what would be your encouraging word in a prophetic sense of what we can be about? And maybe we could just have a prayer about this, about, you know, just invoking God's presence upon this whole situation. 
your encouraging word for the day, Bishop. Right from the Old Testament prophet Micah. The question is asked, what does the Lord require of you? What does the Lord require? I think that question, Brad, echoes throughout the corridors of time and hits a smack in the face, smack in the heart here in 2022. What does the Lord require of us? But that but to do justice, to love mercy, to walk humbly with God. We cannot walk humbly with God if we are not willing to respect all of creation of God, all yes. of humanity. To do justice is to, as Cornell West and others have said, is to exercise love in the public square. To love mm -hmm. mercy is to recognize that though all of us, all of us, are responsible, even though all may not be guilty of any one particular act. Mm. Wow. How about having a prayer for us to bring this all together? Let's invoke, let's invoke the Holy Spirit upon this whole situation. Glory, glory to God. Oh God, we just pray for your mighty Holy Spirit that you would bring healing to those places in Buffalo and California and other places in Ukraine, oh God, where violence is is going on uh, un, unreported unreported before our eyes and when we see these horrendous things that have been prompted by words and words that translate into hateful action and that hateful action that translates into lives being shot down uh, uh oh lord we just know that this is not right and that you weep as we weep we pray oh god that you would allow us to speak prophetically and also speak oh god with the word of comfort for those who grieve. Allow us as the church, O oh God, to bring light amidst darkness, hope amidst fear, and love that can conquer hatred. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We thank you for being our joining us today on the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trimble, bringing an encouraging word to a discouraged world. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com That's T-O-B-E-E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D dot com or connect through Apple Podcast where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimple. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember, to listen next week, to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trouble, and never forget, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.